0: Stories of the human spirit, candid conversations about action, passion, and love. The law of action is about living in balance, moving forward with momentum in inspired action. Overcome challenges, create success, amplify your life, and achieve things you never thought possible. It's all waiting for you. If you're ready to break through your fears and live your life in massive action, this is the show for you. He's a best-selling author, speaker, advisor, your host,
1: Mr. Action himself, Rob Actis. Welcome to Show Action Takers, glad to have you here. Living the Law of Action is based on my book, The Law of Action. And I love to connect with the movers and shakers of the world who are passionate about the good they do for others and who listen to their hearts, taking inspired action every single day. If it's your first time joining us or you've been with us for a while, I want to personally thank you for listening in and being here. On this show, my guests are incredible, people who are forces for good in the world around them and live a life of inspired action. My guest today does just that. Today, Tiger Singleton and I discuss how to relax and let your heart shine in your life. This life isn't meant to always be so serious, so if you want to understand that it's not about where you're going, but about seeing more of what's true and sharing the love discovered within, Action Takers, this is the show for you. My good friend Tiger is a rare breed of playful chaos and compassionate directness. He's the founder of Inlight Connect and has spent the last decade sharing insight and wisdom with people all over the world. His postings, which he considers only to be sharing of personal discovery, are focused on a present moment awareness of what is actually real and true. Beyond the mind's conditioning. Oh, yeah, I love it. No fluff, no nonsense, just a direct and sincere investigation of what is actually happening in this playfully crazy experience called being human. Tiger, welcome to the show. Hey, man, I am so excited to be here. I know. I'm so Thank excited, you. too, because uh, I'm all about laughter, man. It's just so great. And a lot of people aren't laughing lately. It's just uh, people aren't having a good time.
0: No, it's uh, it's an adorable tragedy that we take life so seriously, which only presents a profound opportunity to discover that it's not as serious as we make it out to be. So that's exciting. No, I-
1: Yeah, I was watching the news today and I'm like, I got to just laugh because people are losing their minds over so many things. It's just so, it's just, I I just wait every day. What, what, what is going to happen next? And it's, it's, you could do, you could do one of two things, I guess, in this world. You could laugh or you could cry. You know, what? it's funny too,
0: because we go through experiences in our life that at some point we cry, cry, but given enough time, you look back and you're like, that was actually kind of funny. And for the things that we can't do that yet, give it some more time because eventually we're going to find out that things aren't as serious as we made them out to be. Yeah. And that, uh, yeah, we can, we can flow with things as they happen.
1: Yeah, I'm all about the flow. No friction in my life. No matter what stress is going on, I work really hard to just be in flow. And and that's one of the things I do also with people. If there's a lot of friction, I'm I'm not gonna be around. Just no. Not.
0: In, in the absence of flow, I mean, whether it's conflict or whether it's restriction, from my perspective, if any of those things are there, then it's just a sign that there's an innocent misunderstanding. Like when you have conflict with another person, right? You're just seeing it from two different perspectives. And we need to take a moment and breathe and just get in touch with what's actually true here. Like what's the heart of the matter? Rather than where do we think we're going? Rather than what do we think we want in the future? What's really going on? And then in that sincerity, you find out, oh, actually, I just love you and I'm scared. (laughs) That's all.
1: Yeah, usually the case, you know, a lot of people now are, are working really hard at just being upset at everything they can be upset at. Yeah. Yeah. It's something to do. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's kind of amazing to me how people get so triggered over stuff that really doesn't have any impact on them. And they're not even, there. they just still want to get mad. I just. I'm, yeah.
0: And, and I think there's a fundamental misunderstanding where we just assume that things out there have power over us. And if you think the things out there have power over you, then, of course, you want to control those things. And the attempt to control those things only results in withholding freedom from everyone and everything, trying to make them your prisoner so that you can finally relax. But as we discover, that just doesn't work. Yeah. So how do you laugh at crazy? How do I laugh at crazy? Uh, Through compassionate understanding, man. To see what's really going on. Because again, when you're, when you're super frustrated or you're super angry at something, you're assuming a lot of things that you don't really know. You're making assumptions about things. And so to, to take a breath and relax and be like, okay, what's the difference between what I think is happening and what's really happening? And if you can yeah. discern that, you're automatically going to drop into a deeper relaxation. And, and it creates a bit of openness where in many cases you realize, wow, I'm turning
1: this into something that it's not. And that's kind of funny. Absolutely. Well, it's interesting. So, you know, Elon Musk bought Twitter and I, I just am watching all of the reports and all these people's reactions and they're saying, well, because he did this, this is going to happen and 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 this is going and, and to happen. I'm like... If if they are so good at looking into the future, because they don't have any idea, they should be buying like stocks or they should buy lotto tickets. But it's it's funny because they are one thousand percent certain that they know what is going to happen. Well, if they knew what was going to happen, they didn't. They sure didn't know that he was going to buy that because no one thought he could buy that. But you know, it's just it's funny when people react to stuff. And they say that something is going to happen step by step by step by step because of this, this is this, and this is this, and this, is this, this, is, and like let things unfold. Like, yeah. you know, because anything could change at any moment. And, and I find it just purely fascinating that people want to dictate what they think the future is going to be instead of like coming out of abundance and that scarcity and like, this is going to be great, or this is going to be great, or this is going to be great. You know, a lot of people get that way when they're even just going to a party. Oh, she's going to be there, and she's going to be like this, and she's going to be like this. Blah 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 blah. blah. How do you know that?
0: Yeah, it's pretty comical. <laughs> it's pretty comical because what, the only thing you encounter in the future is how you see. You don't encounter yeah. anything that happens. You you take your current degree of awareness how you see things, and you take that with you. And so if you see problems and conflict right now, guess what you're going to see in the future? Problems and conflict, because that's what you look for. And so you can really see there's an invitation to let go of whatever happens, because whatever happens, your experience is going to be based on how you interpret. (laughs) So let go of the future. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's actually irrelevant <laughs> because cra- crazy shit is always going to happen. You can't get away always. from that. Things no. are always going to go in this, that, and the other direction. Nothing's going to stand still. And your entire human experience isn't determined by what happens. It de- It's determined by how you see. And so if you have a bunch of nonsense that you're looking through, your filter, you're just yeah. going to take that filter with you in the future. So... Stop running around, be still, get in touch with reality, find out what's really going on, see what's true. And then you realize, wow, I don't have to worry about anything in the future.
1: So how does one do that? How, How? I mean, you're saying to do it and people are listening, going, well, that sounds well and good, but uh, how do you do that?
0: Well, it's a matter of openness and sincerity because a lot of people might say, yes, I want to do that but they're so convinced that they want something in the future that they're just going to try and do it as a way of trying to manipulate the future rather than doing it because it's sincerely true. And I guess, let me break it down like this. If you ask the mind, what do you want? It will create a list of a hundred things, right? Oh, I want this to happen. I don't want this to happen, blah, 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 blah. But then if you ask why, why do you want that to happen? you start getting to the heart of the matter. And the answer is in some way or another, because I want to relax. I want to enjoy myself. I want to know that everything's okay. I want to know that I'm whole and I'm complete. And so you don't really want all of these things to happen. You don't want this and want that. What you want is to relax. And if you become profoundly present, and get in touch with this moment, you start realizing you already have all those things. You're already whole. You're already complete. You're not missing anything. The only thing you're missing is an idea of something missing. You're not missing anything in reality. And so when somebody transforms their primary question from what do I want to what's really true, then this becomes a lot easier. Because when you investigate what's really true, you start realizing that, oh, I'm not missing anything. Oh, there isn't a problem right now. And in the recognition of that truth, you start relaxing. And you start realizing,
1: I can actually enjoy myself right now. So, okay. I just saw a TikTok video the other day, and and it was amazing. This woman rear-ended this car. And the woman got out of her car that was the car behind and wanted to attack the woman that was just sitting at a light saying that she hit her car, hit her car, hit her car, and how dare you hit my car and got all upset and all crazy and everything. And so two things. One, the woman who hit the other woman's car, didn't want to take any responsibility. I think it's important to take responsibility. She was like, you hit me, you hit me, you hit me. And then the other poor woman was just sitting there, just having her latte, having a great time, probably just, you know, listening to some nice music and thinking of the beautiful day she was going to have. And now her life changed. So how does someone cope with that chaos? Because, you know, if you've seen the commercial chaos is out there all the time, chaos is waiting for you. So how does How does one cope when all of a sudden chaos has reared its ugly head in your life?
0: Well, I'll tell you, the biggest struggle with chaos is taking chaos personally. We think it's about you. Like somebody coming at you all crazy, you think it's about you, and then you get defensive, and then you want to attack.
1: But to see that it's it's
0: it's not personal to see that this other person is having a really hard time right now. They're scared and they're confused. This isn't about me. It presents a completely different scenario where I am now there to hold space. I can listen to this person, right? Cause you know, that energy, right? When you take something personal, it's like you want to attack. Yeah. It's like you you got your guard up and that's an yeah. energetic play that's felt. But if somebody approaches you in that crazy and you have this space of openness that's like willing to listen and isn't afraid because you know it's not personal, it completely right. changes the dynamic. They start realizing, oh, you're not my enemy. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm not your enemy. Right. I'm here to listen to you. Yeah, And say so it's a
1: completely different life experience. Yeah, it's interesting. Do you have a martial arts training? Do you have a martial no, arts training? Okay. Not at all. So the best defense in, in any type of, of conflict is... To get out of the situation. That's the one thing, to defuse yeah. and get out of the situation. The best defense is to leave. I mean, even – even so I was in Shuri Ru Karate, and what was amazing about it is we were talking about being in a fight. So if a guy comes up to you in a bar and hits you or says something to you, if he says something to you, you just kind of let it go off. And then if he hits you in our training, we just take the hit and actually put our hands up and just say – Oh man, I'm so sorry. I, you know, I don't want because we don't want to en- engage in that in that situation. And I recently had an, uh, an incident where there was a guy and um, he was a manager of a restaurant and it's near my house, and they were so, so loud. They were having a party and it was late, and you could hear it. I mean, I was like a quarter mile away. And it was getting late, and I was like, oh man, it was like midnight, twelve thirty. So I went up there to have a conversation with them. Not to as much complain, but like my neighbors were getting really irritated. And they're like, we're calling the police because everybody's out front. And they're like, it's so loud. So I was going up there to say, hey, man, my neighbors are going to call the police. You should turn it down a little bit. You know, I'm okay having a party. I was a DJ for many years. This guy got all crazy. Um, I never went and I had a, a premonition of just not to engage with him. I could just, I had a feeling just not to do that. So as I was leaving, the police came up. And when the police came up, they said, did you call the police? And I said, no. And I said, I was just coming up to just be neighborly and just have a conversation with him. And he came out, he was drunk, and he went nuts on me. He was fighting the police officer to get to me to beat me up because I called the police. And I didn't call the police. And actually, after later I discovered like 30 people called the police because it was so loud. Um, but the one thing that... that uh, that they noticed, and especially in court when they noticed, was like, I didn't react. So he's yelling and screaming at me. He's fighting a police officer to get to me. And I'm just like, I don't want to engage with you. Now, I was kind of concerned because I was hoping that he wasn't going to grab her gun, but there's nowhere for me to go. And so I just kind of like, you know, he just ran his mouth and yelled and screamed. And, you know, the the nice thing about that is that I didn't have to engage. So I'm trained in martial arts. I could have fought him. However, people don't realize if you engage in people in a conflict, especially a physical conflict, there's a 50-50 chance you're going to get seriously hurt or you're going to die. And I didn't want to die that night. It wasn't worth it. It just just wasn't. So you can have the conversation of how much you want to engage in the chaos and the nonsense of life. You know, you see people that are... Um, having problems in a restaurant. They go all, all nuts. You and, know, what's
0: interesting is if you look at how much you do want to engage, ask yourself how much it is because you're protecting your ego. Oh yeah. 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 That's a, that's a big well, one.
1: Absolutely. And that's the funniest thing is because um, you know, we, I did that. I was in a, I was in a situation. I was at an event, a marketing event. And, and this guy, um, bumped into me and he got all, all, all crazy on me. Um, he was smaller than me. Um, and he wanted to fight me. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to fight this guy. It was a nice restaurant. I don't want to fight him. I was having fun with friends. And so he starts yelling at me, and, 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 and I'm like, I just got my hands back. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And, you know, oh, you're a wimp. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to hit you and blah, 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 blah. And he got his big win of his ego. But I'm like, I don't, I don't need to engage him because people re- need to realize when there's chaos and you engage in the chaos, that chaos stays with you.
0: Yeah. And you, an ego, you now an ego. have
1: energetically connected with that person. And I'm like, no, I just want to have to be like a shark and just bump me and just yeah. move on. I, I don't need to I don't need to engage in that nonsense.
0: Yeah, and an ego win isn't really a win at all. It's just all imaginary nonsense.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It it it's it's it sounds simple, but but life it sounds easy but life can be very simple. Well yeah, and, you it's know,
0: it's very simple. Which doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but it is correct. always very simple. Correct.
1: And and you know, this is, leads back to you take responsibility for your life. Yeah, if you well, make I, decisions, I, you have you have to take the consequences for those decisions.
0: Yeah, I call that total experiential accountability.
1: I love that. Tell me more about that.
0: Total experiential accountability. Now, again, I can only speak from my own perspective, like how I see things and then people see whatever they want to see. But what I recognize is that everything I experience is my own creation because what I'm, what I'm experiencing is my perception. I'm, I'm experiencing how I see something that is my experience. That is my creation. So anything I encounter, I'm creating it. Anything I experience, I'm creating it. And so in that, there's a tremendous power recognizing that I can't experience anything outside of my own creation, which means nothing out there has power over me. And so in recognizing that as I move through life, there's not a fear of anything on the outside. It's like, no, I'm doing all of this. I'm creating all of this doesn't matter what it is. Even if somebody punches me in the face, I'm creating what I think that means, right? Does that mean I'm weak? Does that mean I'm less than? I'm creating that. And, And so often as we move through life, we think that there's something out there creating our experience.
1: And it just leaves us in a powerless sort of situation. I think that people right now are hearing you speak and they're like, Wah, 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 wah. I don't even think, I don't even think a lot of people that are listening right now can even hear Possibly. what you're saying. Well, one
0: person. What you're saying. There, there's one or two no. people that do.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But it, but it's fascinating. So if you're if you're someone who's listening to Tiger right now and you're hearing this and it's just like, you know, not making any sense, it's like wah, 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 wah. There's something for you really to look at and to dial in. You're... you're You're putting up blocks to expand your consciousness. And, you know, there are no accidents. You're listening to this show for a reason. The universe has brought you here. That's what I believe. And it's the information that you need to hear. So I want you to just to say that again so that the people that didn't get it, get it. Because I feel really strongly that it's important for... There's someone in that's listening to this right now that really needs to hear this.
0: Okay, so... There's something that's innocently tragic in the human experience. And that is the assumption that what you experience is on the outside. We think we are experiencing something we are separate from. Like, for example, if somebody doesn't show up to an appointment and you get bummed out, you think you're bummed out because they didn't show up. No, you're bummed out because of your interpretation, what you think that means. Right. Okay. And so total experiential experiential accountability is realizing that whatever I experience, especially emotionally, is only there because of how I interpret. I can't get bummed out because of what anybody else does or doesn't do. I can only get bummed out because of how I see, right? And whenever we're having negative emotion, we are creating interpretations that see ourselves as less than. And that's so important to see because the emotional pain is such a great teacher. It's showing you that, hey, the way you're seeing this is not true. And so whenever you experience emotional disturbance, look at, how you're seeing, and you'll notice very quickly that, oh, I think I'm feeling this way because of what's happening, but actually I'm feeling this way because of how I'm interpreting what's happening. One person sees this as a problem. Another person sees this as an opportunity, and those two people have two different feelings in the same circumstance. And so that's one way of reiterating what I said, because I forgot what I said.
1: (laughs) No, that's great. So one of the things is, is that, you know, a lot of times people tease you. So I've been in situations where, you know, someone's teasing you and I changed and flipped the script. So if someone was teasing me and this was in high school, I go back to, if someone was teasing me or making fun of me for whatever it was, I don't know if someone told me this or... I just came up with this. But I'm like, if they're making that much effort to be in my life, they must really like me. They must really, <laughs> really like me. And they're just not able to communicate effectively how much they like me. And so that's what they do. That's great. And it made things so much easier in 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 being teased. And I'm like, you like me. You know, it was crazy because it took all the emotional charge out of it. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, some will, so some will, some won't. So what next? And that's, you know, it's why I think I've been proficient in sales is that the fact is I really don't care what you say. I just don't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's really powerful.
1: Because if you make fun of me or you do something negative to me, I'm going to think you love me because you went out of your way to piss me off, to get my attention. That's what I'm going to think. And it makes it, it makes it just so much easier. And and it, it's not like um how can I put it? It's not like I'm creating a false narrative. I truly believe that. And it well, allows me to smile and and really just move through life in, in a very flow state, as opposed to having all the drama that is out there.
0: Yeah, you're you're speaking to what I would call the blank canvas, which is what does it mean beyond my own creation of meaning? It doesn't mean anything. It's yeah. blank. It's empty. And so, when it's empty, you can create any meaning. And so, you might as well have fun with that, like you did in that that circumstance.
1: Yeah, you start. Oh, real, you love me. You love me. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, in if it's blank, that's a valid option.
1: <laughs> right. 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 And the and the power of that is if you have a blank canvas, you can create anything. You truly can. And when you get that into your psyche, into your soul and realize that you can create anything in your life, man, what's possible is just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah,
0: very much so. Yeah, because in that blankness, you can create abundance. It's like all things are possible. And just recognizing the sincerity that it's all possible creates an energy of abundance that doesn't need to be attributed to things in the world, but just to feel abundant, to feel that you're swimming in infinite potential, which naturally leads to inspiration, to doing some pretty kick-ass things.
1: Absolutely. You know, one of the things that, that you talk about is that to be in the present moment. And I think that's really difficult for a lot of people. They they want to live in the past and they want to live in the future. And the future hasn't happened and the past already has. So what are some things that someone can do to really be present and live in the moment? That's something that I always talk about, living in the moment. What is your take on that?
0: Yeah, and again, uh, as a disclaimer, only speaking to what I see, everyone free to see what they see, I see the past never happened because wow what is okay, the well, pa-
1: wait, 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 wait. <laughs> let me let me let me just be with that for a minute yeah okay okay Wow what is the past not, not not often does my mind get blown and I'm like the past never happened
0: yeah what is the past other than a narrative
1: yeah that's true we,
0: we tell a story. And we experience the story. Now, did the story really happen? No. It was a story that I told that happened, right? Because things happen, which is just energy dancing, things moving around. Right. Right. And then we tell a story about what we think it means. And we think what it means actually happened. No, that never happened. Right? And the pain of the past is the meaning that I'm unlovable, the meaning that I'm not enough, the meaning that I'm missing something. Those things never happen. That was a narrative believed in. It was an innocent misunderstanding of experience, which resulted in a tremendous amount of resentment, tremendous amount of guilt and shame, withheld love for the people in your life. And then you bring all that with you into the present moment. And we wonder why there's a massive restriction that can't just be present. Cause we have with us understandably and compassionately a tremendous amount of nonsense. And we try to oh, escape yeah. that by getting to some fantasy of the future that we think will fix it. But even if you seem to get there, you'll realize it didn't fix it because what's asking to be fixed is not anything in life, but it's in how you see.
1: Well, that's a mic drop moment. I have to say, man, tiger, I know I know I could go on and on and on and on and on. And I want to thank you so much for being here today. I really, really appreciate it. It went by like like that. That was super, super awesome, man. So thanks for being here. If you want to reach Tiger, you can hit him up at inlightconnect.com and uh what a cool guy. The power of podcasting, man. You get across paths with beautiful souls. So thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy and precious day to listen to the Living the Law of Action show. So appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me along with my very special guest, Tiger Singleton, to touch your heart, move you, inspire you, and even laugh a little bit. Remember, take time out to breathe. Don't let fear stop you. Decide, plan, and act. And live a life of inspired action. I'm Rob Actis. Until next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Living the Law of Action show
1: with Mr. Action, Rob Actus. Please rate, review and subscribe.